this is Lauren Taylor and welcome to episode 10 of Marketing Morsels. Episode 10, that's crazy. Today we're going to talk about how to make videos less scary. It's not a big surprise that videos are the number one fear for people getting started with marketing. We often put up mental roadblocks or excuses for not doing it, but video is a huge part of marketing and it's getting even more popular and it's a perfect way for you to stand out and to let others get to know you. So I'm going to share some steps that you can take to remove those roadblocks and make it easier and less overwhelming for you to get started with video. I'm sure you're sitting there listening to this thinking, no chance, but you can do it and you can do it in a way that you actually start and enjoy it, which I know sounds mad at this point. But once you start and you find your routine and you have a process that works for you, it will feel so much easier and much less overwhelming. It's still going to be scary. It's videos. Most people, even the pros, still get nervous recording videos. But having a process that makes it easier for you to push past the scary bit, that's what's going to remove 90% of the fear that's stopping you from getting started. Now, I'm not saying you absolutely have to do videos to be successful. But if you're in a business and you want to be more visible online, you want people to get to know you, what you're about, and you want to share content that helps people, the video is a really, really great way to do that. And just think, videos are a massive part of marketing and they're really important. If you're the one that levels up, builds your confidence with videos and starts sharing, you're going to stand out from other people in your industry that haven't quite got there yet. So let's get into it. First step, have your setup ready. You don't need fancy expensive equipment to get started with videos. You can do it just with your phone. If you do get to a point where you want to level up your videos, you can get a microphone and a light. Those two things will make a really big difference, but you don't need them if you've got decent lighting in your room anyway, or you sit by a window. But if you did want them, you can get a mic from anywhere between 15 pounds for a little lapel mic up to 80, 90, 100 pounds for a blue Yeti. I mean, there's loads of options if you wanted to splash out even more. But if you haven't got your setup ready, it's really easy to get distracted playing with and tinkering with your sound, your video, your setup, your background, the positioning. If you can have that all ready, so all you need to do is just turn things on and start recording. That's a really big tick to get past a distracting roadblock. So decide what you're going to be filming with. If it's a webcam or you've got a camera or you're using your phone, have it set up on a tripod or on a shelf or you know where you're going to put it when you start recording. So you're not having to play around and try and get the angle right. You just plonk it in front of you and you're ready to go. And don't forget about your background. Make sure whatever's going to be in shot, you want people to see. So nice and tidy. I mean, it doesn't have to be pristine, but just something visually appealing. So a nice happy plant or something with a bit of colour or a stack of books, something that that represents what you're about without going over the top and looking overly staged. Keep it simple. The important thing is that it's nice, neat, clean. It's all you really want. Okay, the next step, dress to record. Now I'm a bugger for this. I like to be comfy and cozy. So this is one of my biggest obstacles. It's just a little thing, but it can become a really big mental obstacle. So when you get ready for work in the morning, brush your hair and put a nice top on. Those are the only two things I'm asking you to do. And again, it's about being ready. If you get the inspiration during the day for a new idea or you want to record a quick story, to think that you've then got to go and get dressed, go and get all smart and neat, that's enough to stop you from doing it. So always be ready to record. 
But again, keep it simple. It's not about being fancy. It's just about being ready. So whatever's going to make you comfortable and ready to record, make sure you do that first thing in the morning so you don't have that extra mental block of having to get ready. Okay, next step, keep it short. Your videos don't have to be really long. The attention span of people these days is really short anyway, so you should be looking at a maximum of two or three minutes for a video, unless you're doing a really long tutorial or something for YouTube. Most people will only watch for a few seconds, maybe 10, 15 seconds. And a nice soft way to ease you into videos is doing stories on Instagram. They're on LinkedIn now, on Facebook. So ease yourself in, commit to doing one story a week to get started. Or if you're doing a video for LinkedIn, commit to talking for two to three minutes about one specific subject. And that's it. Three minutes is not a long time when you're recording a video. It can go really fast. So keep it short enough that people want to watch the whole thing and short enough that you don't have to put loads of pressure on yourself to do a massive video. And again, it just makes it easier to get started with little baby steps so you get used to doing it. Next one know your process. So recording the video isn't the end of the process. And this is why it can get so overwhelming with videos, because you've also got to edit it. And it's really easy to lose hours and hours trying to figure out how to do that. So if you have your set process, you know what steps you need to take each time to record and edit and publish. It makes it much more streamlined from start to finish without you getting bogged down in, in learning your editing software or figuring out what you're going to add and take away from your video. So before you start, choose the software you're going to use. Now have a look around. There's loads of stuff out there. My favourite video editor is Capwing. By far the easiest and quickest and most pain-free way to edit your videos, particularly if you're not used to using editing software. Capwing is free, up to, I think, eight minutes per video. And then it's only about £20, I think, per month if you want the pro version, but you don't really need it to get started. There's loads of other more advanced, also free bits of software out there. They all look fairly similar, but they can get quite complex and overwhelming just because of the sheer amount of options and things you can do. The thing about Capwing is it keeps it really simple, but still allows you to do the things that you need to do to create a good video. So choose your software and get familiar with it before you start editing. Record and test a few videos so you can see how everything works. So you're not getting stressed out every time you need to edit and decide on the edits that you're going to make. And I'd recommend always adding captions or subtitles because most people watch videos without sound on. Are you going to be chopping bits out? Are you going to be adding graphics? Are you going to be adding cards, which are the screens that go at the beginning and the end of your video to maybe show your logo or show the subject or point people in the direction of your website or another video at the end? Knowing what things you're going to be adding and doing to your video, again, just helps you stop overthinking it when you're actually creating. So you're not going, oh, should I do this? Should I create a graphic here? You know in advance, right, I'm adding captions, I'm cutting out a few bits, I'm going to add a call to action at the end to tell people what I'd like them to do, to encourage people to take a particular action once they've finished watching. That's it. You know, once that's done, you're finished. Next step, write some bullet points of the things you want to cover. Now, if it helps you, have a script, but when you're recording, try not to read from that script directly because it can come across slightly less natural and a bit robotic. Having bullet points helps you remember the things you want to talk about and the main points you want to get across. Just two or three main points that you want to get across can help keep what you're saying on track and on point without veering too far off topic and rambling. But having the bullet point reminders helps you speak about those topics more naturally, which means you cover what you want to say, 
but the words you choose come more naturally out of your brain and being more natural makes a better video because it allows more of your personality to come out rather than just reading off your script. It allows you to more authentically connect with what you're saying because the information flows out of you like you're having a casual conversation with somebody and it just makes it much more interesting and engaging. Okay, next step, embrace your mistakes. If you fluff your words, keep it in. It's not a big deal. If you really muck something up, you can cut it out. You don't have to start from the beginning. It's really hard to film a video in one go without making a mistake, even for the pros. So if you make a little mistake, that's okay. Nobody watching it is gonna mind that you made a little mistake. Again, it's about being more authentic and human. If I see a video that somebody's left a mistake in, I have mad respect for them to have embraced it. It helps make it more relatable because nobody's perfect. If you plan to talk about something, but you miss it out, nobody watching knows that you've missed it out, only you know. And chances are, unless it's a really critical bit of information, it's not gonna make a whole lot of difference if you missed out one little thing. And if there's a noise while you're recording, you hear a bang, the doorbell rings, the dog barks, just pause it. Just wait, come back to your video, take a breath and carry on. And you can chop that bit out. Don't think every time there's a tiny little mistake, you have to restart and restart and restart. That's just gonna drain you. And if you're filming a longer video, film it in sections and you can stitch it together. And if you're not keen on the joins, you could put a subject card between each join that helps introduce the next section. So it makes it a more seamless transition between each section. Okay, and the last step is practice. You're at home, you're in your office. You can practice as often as you want and nobody will see what you create unless you share it with them. So record a few, start and get a feel for how it sits with you and what you want to do and what you don't want to be doing with your videos. And I can guarantee you, your second, fifth, 10th, 20th video will be a heck of a lot better than your first one. Every time you do a new video, you'll be improving, you'll be learning new things, you'll be understanding what sits well with you and nailing down your process and you'll just get better and better and better every time. Also, don't forget, you are in complete control of what goes out. If you record a video and you're not happy with it, just makes you slightly too uncomfortable to go public, you don't have to share it. Do another one. But remember, you are your own harshest critic. Try sharing it with a friend if you want to get their opinion. Or if you've got a business buddy, you can share it with. See what they think. Get some feedback from them. And practicing helps you refine your process and identify things and iron out things that can make it easier and quicker and better for you each time. And I want you to take action here. After listening to this, go off and record a video. Might be your first one, you might have done a few before. It can be a 15 second story, it could be two minutes talking about the subject or a little tutorial teaching people how to do something. Go through each of these steps, get ready and go and take this energy and do something positive with it. I 100% believe in you and believe that you can do this and you can do it well and you can do it in the right way for you. Don't copy what other people are doing. This is about you and the way you want to present yourself, your brand, your knowledge with the world. Okay, off you go. I believe in you. And when you've done it, I would love to see what you do. Hit me up on Instagram or LinkedIn or send me an email. I would absolutely love to see what you create. Thank you again for listening. 10 episodes. Wow. I will see you next time.